So many of you have enjoyed um, my CLEs that I've been teaching on bankruptcy for a little while. And one of the most common questions that I get is, can you talk a little bit about some of the questions uh, that the trustees will ask at the 341 meeting? And rather than um, type them out per se, I've made a recording and then ordered a transcript so that you guys can uh, review these. Um, take note that some trustees will ask some of them. Other trustees will ask other questions. A trustee can go left or right with questions. Um, a trustee can go deeper into questions. So the way you should take this is these are the most common questions that are going to be asked, but you should prepare your clients in a very logical way of saying, okay, the trustees asked this question. If the question and the answer is yes, what are the next questions likely going to be? And prep them for that. There's no such thing as over-preparing a client for a Section 341 meeting, uh, especially in the age that we're in now, uh, where so many more people are likely going to be filing. So it's incumbent on you to sort of think in the logical way of, if I'm a trustee, what do I want to know about this? So a quick rundown of the questions. You will get there for the 341 meeting. Make sure that your client has their uh, picture ID and make sure that they have their real social security card. Each jurisdiction may differ, but in New York, where I practice, uh, in the Southern District and the Eastern District, you need to have your original social security card, not a copy, and a driver's license as well, or some sort of state-issued state ID. Passport is fine as well. Trustee will call you up, and this is what they're going to ask the client. State your name. State your name. State your address. Is this your signature? And you'll point in the petition to where your client electronically or physically signed the signature. Did you sign this after reviewing the petition? Did you review everything carefully? Is everything truthful and accurate to the best of your knowledge? Do you want to make any changes? Have you reviewed everything before signing? Um, and then they will say, state your address. You'll state your address. Uh, they will ask your client... Um, what do you do? In other words, what is the employment that you have? And how long have you been in that job for if they're currently unemployed? If they're, un I should say employed. If they're unemployed, the trustee will say, how long have you been unemployed for or how do you support yourself, etc. Beyond that, they will say, do you own a home? Okay. If the answer is yes, they will ask you questions about the home. Specifically, when did you purchase the home? How much did you purchase it for? Whose name is on the deed? How did you purchase the home? In other words, where did you receive the money for the down payment for the home itself? Who else lives in the home? Does anyone pay you rent in the home? When did you sell the home, right? If, if there was a sell that was actually took place. And the same will sort of flow from that. So they will say, beyond that, if the client says, no, I don't own the home, the trustee will follow up with, have you ever owned a home, piece of property, piece of land anywhere in the world? Right? So make sure you prepare your questions for that, your clients for that, I should say, and make sure you prepare them in the event that that actually does happen to talk about when they bought the home, et cetera. Even if it was 15 years ago, when they bought the home, how much they bought it for, get the records for that to make sure your clients are, are comfortable uh, and familiar with everything that's there. Um, beyond that, um, is your name on the deed of any property whatsoever? So let's say someone else bought a home but put your client's name on there to qualify for credit or anything along those lines. They'll ask those questions. When they go beyond that, they'll say, you know, do you own any other property, investment property, timeshares, et cetera? Do you own a car? And the same line of questioning will happen with the car. When did you buy the car? How much is the car worth? And you should have a the last, let's say, a payoff from the, um, the lien holder, as well as a Kelly Blue Book private party value of that. Um, beyond that, when did you buy the vehicle? How much did you buy the vehicle for? Where did you get the funds to buy the vehicle?
Do you now have a small business? No. Have you ever had a small business? Yes. What type of business, et cetera? You go through those questions the same way that you would anything else, right? They're looking for assets. They're looking for what happened. How did you dispose of the business itself? And I'm obviously going to teach a separate class, and I have taught other classes on how to answer these. Um, and by answer these, I mean, you know, what you should look for prior to filing. But you know, we're beyond that at this stage. So you want to make sure your clients comfortable with their small businesses. When did they open a small business? Who did they open it with? Did they seed it with any money? How much money did they seed it with, etc.? And what happened to that business? Is it still active? Does it do any business? When was the last time it did any business? Uh, how much did it earn gross this year? How much did it earn gross year 2019 or 2018? Your client should be very familiar with these answers. And the worst thing that can happen is they show up to the meeting going, uh, I'm not, uh, because that allows a trustee to extend time uh, for the case itself. And no good sort of comes out of that. So you want to make sure your clients are specifically prepared for these questions. When was the last time you used credit cards? Trustees want to know if the clients have used credit cards in the past few months or so. Uh, what were the purchases? Were they above $600? Um, when was the last time you paid credit cards? Trustees don't like, so if, if you know a client paid Amex $8,000 last month, the trustee may go after Amex to claw back some of that money. Trustee may do the same thing for the next question, which is, have you paid any friends, family, relatives, or loved ones anything of value in the past year, two years, or five years? Trustees can really go back in time. So you want to ask your clients these questions prior to filing the actual case. Have they paid mom or dad or anybody else. You can't pay mom or dad and not pay Visa or MX. Even if you think it's morally okay, you simply can't do it. Is anyone going to die and leave you any money that you're aware of? If so, you have a responsibility to let the trustee know within six months after the conclusion of the meeting of the creditors, if the client was to inherit a significant amount of money. And the trustee may also ask how the health is of the the family themselves. Um, Have you uh, at any time... So it's very important that your clients are aware of this and don't give money to any relatives or loved ones. Have, are you holding any property that belongs to anyone of any value whatsoever? Uh, and so on a lot of these questions, again, the trustees are looking for assets, assets that they can sell, right? And they're going to ask you about a lot of these things. They want to know whether or not the clients basically disposed of anything prior to, uh, prior to the filing of the bankruptcy and if they can claw anything back. Those are going to be some of your most common questions that are going to be there. I mean, there's going to be other questions. The trustee is going to ask, what was the most you've had in any one bank account uh, at any one time during the past two years or so? And then if it's something, let's say, is 10000 or 15000 well, where'd you get those funds from, right? Where'd that money come from? What'd you do with those funds? You want to have legitimate answers to all of these questions, right, before you actually file itself. Uh, so again, the trustee's looking for any kind of property that's, that's there. Beyond that, there's going to be tertiary questions. You know, do you have any winning lottery tickets? Uh, do you have any safety deposit boxes? Great. If so, is there any cash in there? Do you have any? Do you own any stocks, bonds, or other investments whatsoever outside of a 401k or an IRA? Uh, do you have any mutual funds? Those same type of questions. Any uh, interest in any business uh, outside of a publicly traded company? All of those questions are really going to come up, and those are the main questions that you want to prep for, right? Do you have any copyrights, uh, IP, or anything else that can be sold, any royalty streams that are coming in? So again, be prepared for those types of questions. If the answer for most of these is no, I don't own, I don't have a small business, I don't have a car, I have no IP, I have $600 in my bank account, I haven't transferred any money to any friends, family, relatives, or loved ones, haven't done any of these things, chances are you're going to have a clean meeting with a trustee. 
But if the client is unprepared and they, they have owned a home and they sold a home four years ago and the client simply didn't tell you because the question you asked was, do you own the home now? Then you may be in the world of hurt because the trustee could inspect that. The trustee could see whether or not uh, that client sold and made $150,000, which they then gave to their grandmother to hold until they filed for bankruptcy. These are not hyperbolic hypotheticals. These happen all the time. So it's incumbent on you to really make sure that you have everything prepared. And I think once you're able to do those things, you should be all set. Um, my email uh, is daniel at danielgershberg.com should you need anything. Uh, and please feel free to reach out to me uh, if you need anything at all. And I wish you the best of luck in your 341 meetings. Thanks.